Welcome back, Lobos, to Honesty with Jack HP. Today we have a very special podcast that was actually conducted, created. I don't know, the idea came from one of your students. So um, Chris, as you know, works for Shaq. And Chris, do you want to tell us a little bit about like how this podcast came about, this idea? Yeah, sure. So Love Was Unscripted um, was just an idea I had. It was super late at night. And um, as we were thinking about things we could do for work and stuff, I was pondering on that idea. And I thought that hearing stories from how COVID impacted uh, students would be a great asset for everybody. Uh, schools could see how students are being affected. Other students can see that they're not the only ones facing these struggles. And I think it gives us as a resource center opportunity to see where we could help. Most definitely, that is such a good idea. I know when you came to me with this idea, I was like, all right, let's vet it out a little bit more to see what your idea was. But the first, we're gonna have two different series. This series is students perseverance through COVID. And then we're gonna have another series about like social, racial injustice and how that makes students um, feel. But this first time around, this is the first episode of Students Persevere Through COVID. And we have um, a variety of students coming in to talk to you all, share their stories. And today we have um, a student with us, Leanna. Um, you wanna tell us a little bit about yourself, Leanna? For sure. Hi guys, my name is Leanna Maldonado. I'm currently a senior in the College of Population Health and I have a minor in political science. Um, right now I'm an essential worker. I work at Target and um, yeah, that's basically what I do. I'm from Farmington, New Mexico, which is a kind of a smaller town, very conservative, things like that. Um, but yeah, this is a little background into me and who I am. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how that played in on your, um, your COVID story, I guess. <laughs> so Chris, what is like a first question you have for Leanna? Do we want her just to like share her story? Yeah, so um, I just kind of want to hear a little bit about how COVID impacted your journey as a student. Um, I don't know if you remember, but you know, like freshman year when you come into college, they talk a lot about uh, slows, right. uh, like student learning outcomes and stuff like that. And a lot of them right. have to do with like the hero's journey and stuff. Yeah. And the pandemic, of course, was a huge obstacle. So I want right. to see how did you deal with it? How did it affect you? Um, like, what was it like? Okay, yeah. So. I would say the pandemic definitely affected um, me last semester the most. It was quite a journey. Um, a lot of things happened to start for starters. Once the pandemic hit and we went into quarantine, my family was very adamant on cleaning, on social distancing, on all the right protocols for that, um, which was really, really good. I felt very safe. And, um, but around, before December, I had to move back here for my job. And so I left home and my mom, my dad, and my brother were all quarantined, quarantining still in Farmington. And so um, in January, my brother uh, came into contact with someone exposed to COVID and tested positive. And he ended up um, spreading that to my mom. And then he left back to Phoenix where he lived for the time being. Um, so it was just my mom and my dad at home. My dad didn't have it. My mom, like for the first two weeks was feeling um, pretty sick, had like pretty intense symptoms and things like that. And that was always my fear was, um, was giving it to my parents because my mom has had, she's like autoimmune disorder. Mm -hmm. So she's very like susceptible to 
underlying medical issues. And so, yeah. I, and my dad as well has always struggled mm -hmm. with his health. So my main fear with, with this pandemic was being around my parents and accidentally spreading it to them. So I was always very cautious. And then my worst fear came true when my brother um, gave it to my mom and then my mom eventually gave it to my dad. Um, I know when we were first talking about this, you were like, I don't want to put my brother on blast, yeah. <laughs> right? Which by no means are we putting your brother on right. blast. It's just like the reality of yes. it. Everyone thinks they're doing everything they need to do, yeah. but maybe you don't take the whole precautions necessary, you right. know? And then it just shows like that one choice, that one decision you made, exactly. how it can just like snowball into something yeah. that becomes so ingrained and so um troubling for your whole family right, like a complete shift and it, i mean at the beginning we were very cautious like i said but it just caused that one slip up and it kind of just brought down this whole a whole thing that you know greatly affected me and my family um so my dad he got the infection in his lungs he got uh yeah he it went in his lungs and so pneumonia he, pneumonia yeah thank you for the word i was trying to think about it. i was like what word is it i can picture it but anyways so he got that and his oxygen dropped to 77 which it's not supposed to go past eight like 90 90 is like the lowest it should be yeah so it went to 77 so he was in critical condition he um the doctor that he went to said that he was one of the most severe cases they've seen in the four corners and the other cases of the people who got it passed away so he was wow. he was fighting for his life honestly and my mom was the one the one person that took care of him that was there for him and things like that because I was obviously in Albuquerque and during the whole time my mom kind of kept me sheltered mostly about it she didn't really wasn't really that open of the actual struggles of what was going on and so I was she probably didn't want to worry you yeah exactly I mean, you you move in with your parents because quarantine happens like everyone just wants to be like in their pods right but now you're removed from your pod yeah because you have to work and you're yep. an essential worker at target so it's not like you ever had a day off yeah so yep. your mom probably is thinking she has enough on her plate yeah and, and on top of that school as well yeah and school done <laughs> yeah i forgot about that too i was like oh yeah i was in school yeah it's like um, an easy thing to like blur out yeah the pandemic. i um, remember myself i'm it's all blurry right now right yeah. just trying to like move past it and kind of not acknowledge it. but i think it's important to like reflect on what happened because it's definitely like and i'll touch on it later is like it definitely has shift shape, shaped me as a into a different person but um so yeah he was in a very critical spot his health was at an all-time low definitely should have gone to the hospital um but the doctor gave him oxygen and oxygen tank and he had to be on it Otherwise, his his oxygen dropped to like 77. So he was he was in a pretty bad spot and I wasn't able to come and visit them until March. And wow. um, when I finally made it up there, it was definitely one of the hardest moments to see my dad in that state, to see him, you know, take off the oxygen for a second, and his face go pale and his hands get shaky and his, you know, his whole demeanor changed because you always look at your dad and you're like, my dad has been my hero. You know, he's very he's tough. A strong rock. He's exactly. Like he's a six foot four, huge dude, like played football. Like he's always been my rock. He's always been someone that I looked up to, especially as a, he's a pastor as well. So he's very like well-tempered. He's got like a lot of, he's just a strong individual. And so seeing that was definitely a breaking point for me. Um, like I said, I wasn't aware of how bad it was until I was there. And I was just, I felt so like, so guilty for not being there with them and for not 
um, helping as much as I should. And so when I had to come back to, to Albuquerque for work, um, it completely shaped, changed, like changed my mental state to where I just felt guilty all the time. I felt stressed. I felt like I wasn't being the, a great daughter because I wasn't there helping them. And so it kind of all came down and um, tanked my schoolwork, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. It definitely, like, I didn't do anything for last semester. Like, I was struggling so bad to where I wouldn't turn in assignments. I wouldn't, I would just sleep through class. I wouldn't have the time of day to log in and do my homework because my mind, my mind was elsewhere. Like, I couldn't focus. I was just stressed all the time and just had all this self guilt. Um, and two, on top of that, because I wasn't doing my schoolwork and doing what I was passionate about and learning, I also felt guilty about that and kind of started like this whole like self-hatred, like this whole disappointment of why am I not doing what I need to be doing? And I didn't, I wasn't like taking it easy on myself, even though I should have been because it was a very tough spot to be in. And I was just like, work, work, work. I have to put all my time into work. I have to focus all my energy into work. But that obviously like, because once you're doing busy tasks, it's easy to distract yourself from what's actually sure. happening. So it was like busy work to keep my mind off of it. And then schoolwork where you have to sit down and kind of process things. I was like, I can't, I can't, I don't have the like, mental capacity for that. So as that went on, I just saw my grades just suffer like tremendously. Like it was to the point where it was like, I don't know if I'm going to pass. And it was uh, my second to last semester. So, you know, it's, a big milestone yeah. to get through yeah, like you're yeah, almost yeah. there <laughs> did you reach out to your professors or anything yeah so um that was actually that was actually my my obstacle is, is I've always had a hard time reaching out for help and I hate being vulnerable which is something that I'm working on and I hate talking about my feelings and I'm very like well you're doing a great job yeah, thank you <laughs> big step <laughs> thank Anna. you yeah because in the past I've, I've been like I don't want to burden anybody I'm just gonna suffer silently and <laughs> try to make it through so I don't know if that's because I'm a Virgo, but um, <laughs> whatever it is, it's just been an obstacle for me. So I think um, my dad was finally well enough to become to come down and visit me, um, my me in Albuquerque, which I was super happy about. But still, it was I. Whenever they left, I just had a breaking moment where I just cried like so hard whenever they left, and then I just kind of hit a wall, and I was like, okay, I. And it looks, the semester's looking rough. My parent, my dad's getting finally a little bit better. Like he's able to take off his oxygen for like 15 to 20 minutes now. And I just needed, I realized I had to do something. I had to fix what the hole that I've gotten myself into. And so at that point, I started reaching out to all my professors, having like one-on-one -on -one meetings with them, which was really, really um, a big step for me. Like I said, I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like and I think like actual actualizing it where I was like, this is what I'm going through. And then them kind of like pitying, not pitying me, but like having like a negative empathizing, empathize. Exactly. That's yeah. the word. And that was like, well, this is tough. Like this is a hard thing to go through, you know? Yeah. So um, it's like you almost lost your father. You right. have to, when you put your, that hole you keep saying you put yourself into was valid. Yeah, for sure. And I think yeah. like that was part of my problem is I wasn't acknowledging it as a issue. It was just like, a mental thing where I was beating myself up like oh you should be able to still do your schoolwork you should be able to still work 30 hours a week like what's wrong with you you know like yeah. I wasn't like allowing myself to like giving myself any leeway like I was just still very hard on myself which then caused a lot of like yeah like self-hatred like I said so anyways um I'm, I'm meeting with my professors I'm opening up to them 
big, big step for me. They were so, so, so like compassionate, had the kindest words, were really, really um, like, I can't even put into words how much it meant to me because like I said, don't do that kind of stuff. Don't, I don't like to, but um, yeah, I, every single one of my professors was extremely, extremely understanding and let me make up all the work that I had missed. And so the last like two weeks of the semester, I just sat down, got everything done and just kind of like worked and worked and worked. And then I also met with my manager and was like, please give me less hours because I'm also not doing well <laughs> at work. So yeah. I think like it was just a milestone for me to really um, to really reach out to people and to ask for help because I don't like doing that. I didn't like doing that. So now I think that's something that I've learned and going forward in like my academic career and career in the future, I think asking for help is something that I'll definitely um, do more of because of what I went through. That's a great lesson to learn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like we all went through um, hell and back during yeah. COVID and we're still in the midst of it. You know, there's not an end in sight and to, your coping mechanisms were all valid. Any one of our coping mechanisms are valid, whether right. we retreat, whether we put it all in, right. you retreated from school, but you put yourself whole self into work yeah. and like you taking a step back and realizing that like, okay, this is something I'm not comfortable with. This is something I'm going to have to do. Yeah. You know, by reaching out to your professors just shows the resiliency in you and like maybe your coping mechanisms weren't healthy to begin with but right. you had that resiliency to notice I, I need help yes and so yeah. that in itself I mean was something that we all struggle with right so kudos to you yeah you, you made the adjustments you needed to make now that school's been back in person how are, how are you feeling like are you comfortable with it are you a little skeptical like uh, what is your what are your thoughts on that well I think after seeing the effect COVID had on my dad it definitely um terrified me a lot to be around so many people and especially at my job too that's all around is people so yeah um I think it was I was a, there was a lot of hesitancy and also just like social anxiety kind of coming back and be like oh I have to talk to people now like you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I think at first I was very hesitant but um now I think I'm really excited about it and like I enjoy being around other people now and I'm good with it but I think like I, if people aren't following the proper precautions, it kind of gets me a little bit mm -hmm. anxious, but just seeing what happened with my dad. But um, yeah, now he's in a better spot. So he's feeling a lot better. Like he's able to go without his oxygen for like a day and then does it at night. So it's like a very, a very complete shift. Which is progressing. He's progressing. Which exactly. Is very good. Exactly. So, and they just got vaccinated as well. So it's, it's, and you're graduating and I'm graduating this semester yeah, yeah so. so all the in your darkest times you probably couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel no. but it's here <laughs> I was definitely considering dropping out like yeah. my second to last semester which well we're glad you did is there anything that like it taught you like is there anything that instilled in you that you kind of want to try taking forward with you yeah uh, and you can share with other people as well wow. yeah um I would definitely say uh relationships the people that you love um i mean it sounds like a cliche because i feel like we hear it all the time every time a tragedy happens but it's don't take it for granted the people that in your life that you um are blessed enough to know mm -hmm. um you should tell people that you love them and then also like i said ask for help like don't feel like you're burdening anybody because you're not you have a support system for a reason everybody has a support system and i think it's important that you don't feel like you're a burden because I think 
that was my whole mindset. It was like, I don't want to burden anybody else. I just need to deal with this myself. And because I like to think of myself as someone that other people can come to. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't want to reverse it. You know, that's a good um, point that you said, you know, everyone has a support system, even if you don't feel like you do. Yes. There's providers here at Shack. Exactly. Who can definitely be your support system. Um, there's a lot of resource resources that here in health promotion that we have that we can also share with students. So right. if you do feel alone in this world, just reach out and someone will help, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the important of this podcast and like sharing like those experiences that you went through and those like deepest, darkest moments, you know, you're not alone with that. And you have great resources on campus that you can reach out to like professors, like how that was a like a turning point for me or my professors. Like, I will never forget that. I will never forget the meetings I had with them. They definitely left an impact on your life. A hundred percent. You had a lot of impacts on your life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. So I think it's just really important, but yeah, at the end of the day, if you're feeling well, you're feeling like, you know, you have the weight of the world on top of you and you don't know where to go, just literally ask for help yeah. from, yeah, just That's ask. Great That's great advice. That's great advice. Thank you for sharing your story, Liana. And thank you, Chris, for your amazing idea. Um, <laughs> Lobos, we will be back. Uh, whew, we have a series of these. If you are a student who has triumphed through adversity and persevered through COVID, please reach out to us. We would love to have you on our podcast. Um, you can reach out to us on our uh, Instagram at UNM underscore Shack. You can call Health Promotion any way that you'd like to. We can get you on board. Um, but with that note, we thank you for listening to Honest Tea with Shack HP, and we will talk to you soon. Stay safe out there, Lobos. Talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> That's a great story.